What's up? Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma Wilman. Very appreciative to have you here. I don't know why when I do these intros, I launch into like some kind of newscaster voice, but it is what it is. Welcome to the show. Today, Mateo and I get right into it. We're both in New York, hustling around, doing shows. I watched a bunch of gay guy porn in the past couple days. I say gay guy because it was featuring gay males, but obviously it's not just porn for gay males because I watched it, enjoyed it, and even thought about buying a paid subscription to the channel. They're really banging each other's brains out. Mateo and I catch up about some other stuff and it's a lot of fun. Thank you so much as always for your time. Follow Mateo on YouTube and follow me on Instagram. Bye. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm Emma Lane with Mateo Lane, and we are so happy to be catching up and chatting and getting to meet you someday, hopefully at a live show. I got to meet a couple of you guys this past week, and it was thrilling. I had a couple in the back. I, I did a show at the cellar, and it was a straight couple, mm-hmm. and they were sitting where the comics usually sit, but now it's like a performance room. So I had something over there, and I was over there, and and she goes, excuse me. I said, yeah. She goes, can you sign an autograph for him? And he Aww. was straight. And I said, as a what? Like, I didn't get it for a second. She's like, he's a huge fan of yours. And he's like, I watch everything you do on YouTube. And I was like, um, yeah, of course. Thanks. Like, I've just ne- I've never had a straight man, like, want my autograph. What? That's That can't be true. I, it's the truth. I was taken aback. I didn't like know how to respond. So I just signed it above like where the salad part is on the menu. I was like, here you go. That's Mm -hmm. so, yeah, the two couples that I met um, were also straight couples. And I said, great to meet you. Thanks. Thank you for the support. Straighty. No, I, I, I appreciate that's funny that he asked you to sign an autograph and you said, as what, as, as, uh, the first gay person you like, it's I know. Well, I just, I was just taken aback. I was yeah. like, Oh, okay. Sure. I've also never, and that like signing autographs is like not a thing really anymore. Usually people want to take pictures or whatever, sure. but I guess because they lock your phones away at the cellar. Um, I just was so taken aback. I, I, I but of course I was grateful. I was like, yeah. great. You That's know. great. Um, sorry, we were talking earlier and we had some mic issues and Emma said, oh. I had got, she goes, I got a new face and I, I didn't know what that face. meant. So I, I got Botox and fillers about an hour ago. Cause my dermatologist, Where? I got, I get the fillers under my eyes and like kind of on my cheeks. My actually, wait, I didn't get Botox. I wanted to, that was part of the story. Sorry. I wanted to get Botox and my dermatologist, I see a dermatologist, not a, a lot of, sometimes you can go, you can go to like a plastic surgeon or something. My dermatologist was like, "Nope," and I was like, "What do you mean no?" And he was like, "You don't need it." And I was like, "Yes, I do." And then I was like moving my forehead, and he was like, "Yeah, you need to move it a little bit for work." He was like, "He was like, you told me when I you first started coming to me, you wanted to be conservative," and I was like, "I do, but it's been three months, Nick, and I think it's time to fill her up." And he he's this little gay guy, and he was like, "No," and I was like what and then i was he was like you do need fillers she's like you like for sure need fillers and i was like and botox and he was like no he said no four three times and i was like okay so we didn't do it 
that little shit. I think he's a good doctor. I said you're fired. <laughs> I think he's a good. I think that's a good. That's someone who does a good job because you yeah. do see people who get too much of stuff. And look, maybe that's the look they're going for. But sometimes I don't think it is the look that they're going for. Right. But they just have a doctor who wants their money. So they pump them up and then their eyebrows are shooting through the back of their head. Right. I mean, and your I, eyebrows yeah. should be horizontal, not vertical. Right. Yeah, I was surprised. He Tyler said very Madeline Ashton. I don't know who that is. I don't know who Madeline Ashton is either. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, who? Who is that, Tyler? Sounds like a porn star, but my mind's just in the gutter. It's Meryl Streep's character in Death Becomes Her. Oh, my God. Do you know how many gay people are going to be upset with us that we don't know that? We literally mm. just committed a gay crime. Not me. I, I think not. No, you're included in this. You're not excluded because you're a lesbian. That, mm. that I've never that's even gay jail time. What 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 what's the deal? What's the reference? It's a movie with her and I think Goldie Hawn, and they like make some magical potion that lets them sort of quote unquote live forever. But like the downside is like they live forever, and so their bodies like stretch and skin does weird. Like they become sort of abhuman. Or not human, and it's a comedy. It's like a gay comedy. Interesting. I mean, it's not right. a gay comedy because it's it's not gays, but like gays like that movie, like mm. the same way they love The Wizard of Oz and Showgirls and that oh, kind I love I love Showgirls. Well, yeah, okay, we're fine then. If you've, you've I didn't know that gay gay men love Showgirls as well. Yeah, but they, but gay men love movies in a way where it's they're laughing at it. They appreciate it for the badness, you know. Oh, for like, sure. And that was kind of the problem with Mariah Carey's glitter was that Mariah Carey's glitter was bad, but boring. Yeah. You know, I mean, it wasn't like um, it wasn't a showgirls. It wasn't a. Uh, I loved showgirls. Showgirls was bad, but funny. Like it was just funny. And you wanted to know what was going to happen. Well, it's so over the top and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And the writing is atrocious. And it's like, you know, I guess like. The 90s really did have a lot like seeing breasts in film, mm-hmm. you know, there wasn't Internet readily available. So to see breasts was kind of like a an exciting event, a thrill, a thrill. I mean, I'm not in Europe, Europe, like you could see boobs on a lotion commercial and even right. grandmas are like, get them, girls. But right. Uh, you know, in America, we're so puritanical. We're like breasts. Right. Which now <laughs> I mean, it's like. Porn is so fucking hardcore, but that wasn't considered porn. Instagram is so hardcore. Like everyone is just sort of like, there's just so my own Instagram is essentially just porn from the nineties. But it's not (laughs) hardcore. No, it's it's like softcore. Yeah, very. It's it's totally. It's definitely like soft. I bought someone's OnlyFans because they're really attractive, and I was like, well, they probably need the money, and also they're really hot, so I'll just give them a one month trial. And their photos are literally no different than my Instagram. It's just them in their underwear. Really? And and that's fine. Like, that's the thing about OnlyFans is like, however you want to like do it's totally mm-hmm. fine. But I just wish that there was some kind of description like the like, because they don't give you any kind of preview. So you think that you're going to get something more elevated than their Instagram. And then it's not. You're like, oh, I just wasted. T- I wish I didn't waste. 15 bucks on oh they this. absolutely should be giving you a pre- i would think well it's funny you mentioned that i was watching porn today actually and it was interesting i haven't watched gay guy porn in a long time and it was this porn where it was um it was like a bear love or something and i really liked it because it's a classic one- tale 
a classic tale. It's this guy and he's a really good daddy and he just like pounds out this other guy. Like, but it's re- it feels really real. Like, and he's very like, yeah, that for your daddy, your daddy, your daddy, your fuck. And then this, the porn, I, I liked it so much. I clicked on the link and it was all these clips of, and it was like, these are clips as previews for the OnlyFans. So it seemed like they had previews on theirs. And I was actually thinking of subscribing to it because I, I was like, this is some quality content. <laughs> it was really Emmy good. award winning content. Yeah, yeah it I was just good. wish that it had like, even if it just had a description, like mm-hmm. new, like out of anything, you know what I mean? But like, you do feel a little duped because you're like, oh, like, I guess the the expectation of an OnlyFans is that you think that the person's going to be sexually explicit. Yeah. Right. I mean, not to like sound stu- like, you know, but that, yeah. that's kind of that's what the expectation is, especially not. He's not famous by any means. I understand right. if you're famous and you have an OnlyFans. OK, you might be a little more conservative or it's like, you know, like a lot of shadows or something, you know. And that, yeah, Tyler says the whole thing that with Bella Thorne. Yeah, but I get that she's famous. So that's a little bit. This guy's not famous at all. But then it's like, why do only like, why was she doing it? Because it's like you can go on Patreon. Like, why not just do that? Only. Yeah, it's a debatable topic because it could be you could say like, well, you duped me. You just wanted my money. And so you do like these photos that you're not going to feel bad if they ever get out there. But then we didn't get the content we thought we were going to get. But then they could say, I can express myself however I want, blah, blah, blah. That's sort of like the miscommunication with OnlyFans. It's a gamble, sure. but it's an expensive gamble. 15 bucks is expensive. It is. It's not like they're, but you can cancel it, right? So you, it's not like you're like looped in forever. You can, you can cancel it, but that's 15 bucks gone. And it's also 15 bucks that they're probably getting a whole bunch of time. So that does feel a little like, I think that they should give you a preview. Like from what I saw on Pornhub today, I feel like I got a thorough preview of, I wonder what the hell, it, let me see if I can pull it up because I really recommend this porn. Um, what was it called? Daddy's World? Like Bobby's World, but with a no, dad. But that's, that's an absolutely hilarious, wonderful porn name. I think I was watching it on my phone, so... Um, Bears, Daddy, Dirty Talk. <laughs> do you need, need pe- Do you need people to dirty talk in porn? Yes, is it like a yes, thing? For, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, here. I we mean, go. I will admit it's strange when people are just completely silent, but their dick is just throbbing inside of somebody else. I'm like, and you're silent. Okay, I'm not so even this, silent when yeah. I eat a meal that I like. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so this is called Muscle Bear Porn. Okay, let me look Mus- it up. Muscle, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to horrify you. Girl, do you think I turned gay yesterday? I know. Stop it. But it's. Okay, Muscle Bear Porn, that's the website? Musclebearporn.com. And the description is, Will and Liam Angel are back with new videos. The the hottest muscle bears fuck raw and they want you to be part of the family. Musclebearporn.com. This is not like a very family friendly thing. Well, and then like the one I didn't watch the first porn is Shake That Ass Boy. I didn't watch that one. When you find the one, it just feels right. I didn't watch that one. William Lee and Angel Double Fuck CMS O'Reilly. I didn't watch that. Muscle Bear Daddy Jocks Off. Didn't watch that. I watched um, Trained to Gape. I watched that. I watched Feed Me. Um, loved Feed Me. And then I watched uh, Liam's Two Daddies. Oh, and my favorite... 
Some boys need no training. You know, I'm looking at it now. Um, it's a no for me. I knew it. That's why I knew there's nothing in here that you would like because it's not. My friend John would love it. My friend John is very like bears and into bears and goes to Southern decadence and goes to big chicks and Chicago. And it was always sort of a battle when we would go out for gay bars in Chicago because gay bars, like the whole goddamn city is segregated into, into everything. So the gay bars are segregated in different types of groups. So like if you're like, you know, 21 and like just want to get drunk with your friends or that's like Roscoe's, right? Or if you're like older and just kind of want a casual walk and, and ch- chat and drink, that's sidetrack. If you're a bear, you know, that's big chicks. If you've murdered someone, that's, you know, um, uh, little Jimmy's or whatever it's called. I think is what it's, the name of it is. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm just not particularly uh, you- into the whole bear culture, but it's, a, you know, I've done bear shows and they're great audiences. Now, I am not attracted to the physicality of a bear, but what I, because obviously, but what I am attracted to is how authentic and real this porn feels. Like, this is some of the most, like, like the big daddy in it, whatever his name is, the way he fucks the other ones, I, like, he's just great. Like, I just, he, I, he just, there's, it's so much, like, raw desire, constant, constant dirty talk. I love, I just... I'm totally into it. So if you're someone that likes verbal porn, I don't know, I'd even recommend it for straight women and even lesbians too. And then also if you're a gay guy and you like that, if you're just, if you're curious and dirty talk, what's it, what's that website? What did I say it was? Muscle bear porn, ding dong, dot, ding dong, daddy in the brain, daddy, dad, muscle, I forget. That's I forget the what it dot com. That's it. I clicked out of it, but I like your name. That's really funny. Daddy's world. Daddy's that- world. <laughs> I bet you there is a website called Daddy's World. Let's see. It's got, I mean, it's just a great name. Daddy's World, a classic work from Walter John Williams. Oh. Down uh, 3.9 stars out of 108. Well, I don't know. I mean, if this isn't a porn, then. I mean, I don't, it's a sci-fi book. That's a shame. Yeah, that doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like there's any lube in this story. That's By the way, bullshit. speaking of, because Tyler has a question for him. Before we mm-hmm. say this question, happy uh, National Lesbian Day. This is, is Monday. It? We're recording it Monday, April 26th. It's, I never, it's, I, it's, I, yeah, I, I don't really, I didn't, I had, I had no idea. Did that, but do you not? Do, I had no idea it was Lesbian Day. I feel like oh, okay. I'm a bad. They, and lesbian bars, yes, actually, for sure. I think that any type, I haven't like, hung out enough but okay so from what i recall my different times in them yes like in boston there was this night there was this this night on fridays in cambridge and it was like 18 18 year olds with fake ids up through 24 with the splattering of like you know people like wanting to hang out with people in that age group and i and they it was kind of like there was a cover charge. I mean, it was like a ten, fifteen dollar cover charge, but they still had a cover charge, and it was considered like a little bit like it was like younger and nicer. And then there was a night in Jamaica Plain that was, which is kind of like the Bushwick used to be like the Bushwick of Boston. It's been super gentrified now, but it was very queer, and they would do karaoke on Thursdays, and it would be it was just like super queer, very trans friendly. And I I used to like that one because my friend liked to go there, and we would just kind of like go dancing, and that one was fun. 
and then the most, and then there was one for like, like definitely more like, I'd say 40 plus like lesbians in this place called Somerville. And I forget what it was called, but it was like, had been around for years. I don't remember what it was called though. Lesbian bars are, uh, I mean, gay bars are also decreasing in size, but lesbian bars are really like a dying breed. Why is that? I mean, and I don't, I mean, there's a bunch of jokes there. You know, well, we're, right. uh, we're in bed by 7 right. p.m. But or is it because people it, the uh, places are getting more gay friendly, so you can go to like quote unquote almost a normal like some more straight bars? That's definitely a possibility, but um, but, he, for, but, I, but there's a definite different because gays don't usually. My experience in Chicago, at least, is that gays don't usually go out to straight bars on a Friday night, they go to Boys Town. They yeah. want to hook up. They want to be around gay music, gay people right. and listen to gay music and also, see a drag queen and go right. the go-go boys and all that stuff. It's also like not fair to... Oh, my mic thing just fell. Where did it go? I think your mic is actually coming out of your headphones now oh, that I think I'm about so it. I'm so sorry about that. I don't think it's actually the, the thing you've hooked it up to. I don't think the sound's coming out of there. Wait, do you hear this? No. Oh, okay. That's funny. Um, they, uh, the, well, uh, the, 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 you can't really do lesbians because it's like if, if queer women want to meet each other, then it's like, how do they, it's so signal to each other that they're queer in a straight space. Also, they can get totally harassed. You know what I mean? True. Like, yeah, it's all, again, it's also a safe space. I think for a lot of queer people. I'm also 34 and I don't go to bars anymore. So maybe things right. are different. I don't know. But um, I think in Chicago, Chicago, I used to live in Andersonville. The, my friend Alex, who's one of my best friends growing up in Chicago, uh, she would we'd always go to a place called Tease. Ooh. And it was uh, it had a it's such a lesbian bar because the front was just where you would get beer. And then in the back was all pool tables. So it yes. was like 12 Lesbians pool love tables. pool. Mm-hmm. Because then mm-hmm. the the quote unquote man ones can be like boom boom look at how I hit that ball and then but or and then the fem ones can too I'm not trying to gender things too much well, but just used, I remember seeing that at ginger there used to be if anyone is from Chicago please help me remember it was I think it was called Stargaze or something because I remember we used to it's a it was a lesbian bar in Andersonville and we used to go on Latin night all the time mm-hmm. and I remember they would play like like Puerto Rican and salsa and there was a lot of Mexican music and it was great. We would go to that, but that bar closed down too. Mm. I just don't, you know, I just, I just remember. And if you were a lesbian, I don't remember seeing a lot of lesbians at gay bars in Chicago. Did you ever go to a bar called gingers in park slope? In park slope. Yeah. Uh, Oh, in New York. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. I went to the Cubby Hole a few oh, times. Cubby Hole. Oh, yeah. So in New York, <laughs> I went to Cubby Hole a bunch of times when I first moved here. And there, there was Cubby Hole and Henrietta Hudson's. And I remember going to Henrietta Hudson's. And right before I walked in, these two women were fighting. And they were, like, screaming and screaming. And then one of them was, like, waving their hand around. And they had a phone in their hand. And the bouncer, I don't think the bouncer saw that they had the phone because they were trying to hit the other woman like upside the head with the phone. And I remember being like, oh, they got a, they have a phone in that other hand, phone in the other hand, phone. I don't think that helped at all. But then the woman just like tried to clock the other woman, but didn't hit her with her hand and just hit her with her wrist. And then the phone went flying. 
And I was like, this place is crazy. What's the usual vibe of a lesbian bar? I mean, you've frequented them more than I have. So like back in your day, like you walk into a lesbian bar, what's the vibe? God, I feel like the one, I mean, okay. But I would usually go when I wasn't, when I was in college, the vibe would be like, we would get there, you know, things in Boston close at 12. I'd probably get there at 1130 and like be drinking. Like I would be with like my friends in college, just heavy drinking and like lots of dancing. And like, it was like very like college, like people are trying to like meet each other, but I don't, in my experience, no one really does. You already kind of know everybody and whatever. Right. But in New York, when I would go to a lesbian bar, it would either be really early because it would be like going to club cubbyhole. I would do that early to before I was doing a show or like seeing someone from college that I've maybe now lost touch with. Or I went to Henrietta Hudson's once on New Year's. I've never heard of Henrietta Hudson's. It's a, I don't even know where it is, but it, it was I hope it's still around. It oh, was yeah. Cool, Hudson Street, right? By the cubby hole or whatever. Yes, it is. And there's a so Ginger's when I first moved to New York, my friend Laura, who's straight, was like, I'll take you to Ginger's. So we went to Ginger's and I'll never forget this. Her friend Becca, who ended up being my roommate for two years, was there. And at, and Becca was like, oh, she was with her girlfriend at the time. She's like, oh, I hope my ex doesn't show up. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like. Oh. What's that she right like? there is a lesbian bar summed up. And she goes, oh, you'll know if she shows up. And I was like, really? Like, it's like a whole pack bar of people. She's like, you'll know. Maybe an hour later, this like wasted, this person whose shoulders are as broad as I am tall, like so 5'3 in the shoulders, short blonde hair, like screaming, like, that's why we didn't win and then, like, you see the staff be like, oh, no, nope, she can't come in. She can't come in. And then Becca was like, there she is. I don't know what her ex's name was. I was like, what is she yelling about? And she's like, they lost a rugby game. And I just started laughing and was like, is, are you kidding me? And she was like, no, I knew they lost the game. And then the girl, like, dropped a beer bottle and got kicked out. And then my girlfriend at the time, my on-again, off-again girlfriend, Brooke, who is this, like, God, what a – Brooke was a stunner. She was, like, really <laughs> – like – Woo! She was really tall, tall. Um, she was half Jamaican, half twenty-five percent Korean, then twenty-five percent like Irish or something. And she, she was really like, and she was like a vegan raw food chef, and like I, like I don't know what the fuck was going on. But Brooke and I were on again, off again, and Brooke was the first person I ever did butt stuff with, as a fun fact. And Brooke and I are on again, off again. And we were off that time, but had gone to Gay Pride together. Brooke told me she made out with that fucking girl. She made out with the rugby girl. And I was like, I was like, Brooke, I don't care if you make out with other people. I was like, but you made out with that person? I was like, I'm embarrassed. People saw us together and then you are with that mother, that person wailing. And she was like, well, what did you want me to do? Like, you, you know, you, I think I left to do like an open mic or something. I, I remember once at a gay bar, I don't know if I've told this story before. We were at Big Chicks with my friend John, and I was talking to this guy from OK Cupid. So that's how long ago Ooh. this was. And he looked, you know, stunning in the photos and so on. So he said, I'm going to come meet you out at Big Chicks. I said, Great. So we're there, and he walks in. And when I say that he was the exact opposite of his photos, and not just the exact opposite, but like a, like a psycho. I mean, like four minutes talking to him, like this person's unstable. So I said, uh-huh. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And so I went to the bathroom and the back bathroom in Big Chicks is one single bathroom you can lock. Mm. So 
I grabbed my friend John. We climbed out of the window like a movie. Whoa. Like a movie, climbed out of the window and then crawled because there was a fence behind in the alley. And the fence only went up to about three feet. So to be sure that he didn't see us, we crawled under the fence. Oh my God. To get away from him and then just ran back to our apartment in Andersonville. And I think we went to like, I don't remember where we went, but we probably went to Boys Town. But um, I remember that was one of the dates. Also, one thing in New York, when I started going to gay bars in New York, there was a time before, it was before Monet was on Drag Race and Bob just finished drag race mm. and I wasn't even at the cellar yet and um didn't have a day job so me Patty and Taylor every single night would go to all the drag shows in the city so we would really? start with if it was like a Thursday night we would go to industry and we would watch Monet because Monet was a part of Holly Day's show Question. and then mm-hmm. who's, who's Taylor my buddy Taylor, who's really tall and skinny, he was he taught he was on the show once that we okay. called him. Okay. Um, but we would go, we would just have a whole schedule, and we would be out till five a.m. every day, and we would go to the Flame, and that was a diner on like Fifty Seventh Street, and we would just have French fries and burgers and stuff, and it was a blast. And none of us drank because you know uh. they don't drink, I don't drink, so we would just go out and just be like in the drag scene, hanging out, going. It was just a lot of fun. That's the saving grace that you didn't drink because if you drank, then that's where things go downhill real quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break and be right back. And we're back. Would you do comedy before you would go out? Yes, because I remember one time Patty came. Patty was the judge of a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. So he came in full drag at the stand. Oh, God. Oh, my God. And you're like, you're, they're like, who is he here to see? Then you're like waving in the back. Well, sometimes it makes me laugh because I think like comics will be like, I don't, you know, like not not that there is that much of a difference, but like when, sometimes when people like don't understand like our acts, I think we're too gay or we're putting it on or whatever right. and then my best friend walks in in full drag and their eyes their jaws drop and their eyes pop it's like yes we live in two different worlds like right, this right, is right. why i'm am right. the way i am on stage right. right i'm not i'm not it's not just for show right it's also like you think i'm gay have you met exhibit number seven over here because they're <laughs> about this is this is nothing <laughs> this is nothing yeah but good memories. I mean, we would go see basically wherever Monet was performing. So we would go to the help on Wednesdays, Thursdays, industry Mondays. Monet had her show at Barracuda I and we would Barracuda. go there. I mean, we just had a blast. We just ran around the city acting like a bunch of fools. There was essentially. A, gr- a great gay guys bar that I used to go to in Boston called Club Cafe. And that was ac- that was really fun because they had really, really good food and it was really nice drinks. And there was like three different two or three different rooms for dancing. So it'd be like what was your drink of choice back in the day when back you used to then, drink? OK, dirty martini. What is a dirty martini? This complete like, gin. No, it's it, it would a dirty vodka martini. So it'd be like um, olive juice and and vodka is what it is and then i also it's i also used to love 
whiskey sours, but those have tons of sugar in them, so they would make me sick. I like whiskey sour. I never liked them. I, I love my them. grandma had them every Christmas, and I liked them. They're so good. They're so sweet, though. Like when I started drinking them, it, that's like what you have as a treat. And I was like, "This is awesome!" And I would have like drink. I would just drink them a lot, and then. <laughs> Dry vermouth. I hate dry vermouth. But that's so, what's in a dirty martini. I would ask for no vermouth. So I'd be like, just give me vodka and olive juice on ice, basically. Oh. It's so gross. I can't believe I used to drink that. And I love Miller Lite. I love Stella beer. I loved. I like Stella. I like Stella. I like I like um, Patron mm-hmm. tequila. But I just can't believe drinking vodka. Like, to me, vodka and gin, like, fucking shoot me. Vodka, gin, rum. It's so disgusting. My favorite drink. I mean, I really, I really, truly don't really drink that much anymore. But you know, every once in a while, sure. If I'm gonna have a drink, it's gotta be a a classic shaken lemon lime martini. What's a lemon lime? Martini? Uh, margarita, margarita. Uh, what, what? How do they, How do you like them to make it? Like a lime, mar- like a classic margarita. Yes. Like a and lime, how- you know, lime margarita with no salt. How many of them do you drink? I mean, one is enough. When's the next time you think you'll go out and let loose? I actually think this summer when everything's like open again, I'll probably go to like one of those like raves and do Molly just once just yes. because I couldn't. I don't give a shit. There's a yes. certain there's a comic and his boyfriend who are like, you should come out with us. And I'm like, ah, it's a little too early. I'm gonna wait till everything's open. By the way, they are they're opening the borders to Europe this summer. That's great. Is there a date when they're going to do it? Like a set one? No official date, but they say this summer, all 27 countries in the uh, EU are going to agree to open borders. And they all you have to do is be vaccinated. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I can finally go back. I have a question. Is there going to be a, some database where they can tell who's vaccinated or what's how are they going to look that up? A couple of things with the card that you got. Also, you enter in the information right now. I have a passport, a New York passport that shows that I am vaccinated because you're in a database already. Okay, I got I got that. So then that would work. Tyler says it's likely going to be a QR code on your phone with an app that gets validated. So <laughs> that should be pretty easy to set up, right, Tyler? So that's what they had in that's what they had in Hawaii and it was easy to set up and brutal because it was like every I mean it was brutal because I did hadn't didn't have the info I didn't have the information they wanted so it's your at your app is either red or green and mine was red so you can't <laughs> you can't check in at a hotel you can't put your name down at a restaurant you can't you just cannot do anything so I was doing my friend Justin was having to like do they I mean you couldn't you couldn't do anything which is totally fair but they didn't have there was like no wiggle room for if you were vaccinated or if you got a negative test but it wasn't a test approved by the Hawaiian government or blah 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 thank god I didn't get arrested well I'm double vaccinated so I'll be entering Europe this summer yay that'll be so exciting I'm gonna go for a month and I just said, I'm like, I love work and this and that, but I promised myself, I said, after a year of not leaving my home, not leaving yep. Manhattan, and now I'm back to working every single day, life's too short, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go, and I'm not going to worry about work when I get there. I'm not going to do Great. this thing where I'm like, oh my God, I work, and I got to get back on stage, and this and that, blah, 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 that just, I need to go live my life. I'm not living yeah. my life. 
I was just talking with someone about we were talking about writing and it that we were they were like, yeah, I all I think about is entertainment. So then I don't feel like I know what I'm going to write about. And I was like, yeah, you have to have other things that you do. Otherwise, you're going to become just one miserable and two totally not relatable. Because it'll be like, you know, when you're late to a show, but then the show was running late and it doesn't matter anyway. You know what I mean? Isn't that? And it's like, no, no one knows what that means. No, what truly, what are you talking about? So you got to have. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up because I've been talking to audiences and I've been saying, you know, what's so funny is like all the comics have been just living in our own bubble for the past year. Right. That we're just completely uh, uh, like. We have no idea like what the rest of the world is like in my life. I just assume, yeah, everyone, everyone plays Fortnite and everybody, you know, but like, that's just not the case. Well, actually, I would say, I think that is the case. I think everyone does play Fortnite. No, I don't. I do surveys every, I do surveys every night. Oh, that's true. Actually, that is true. I feel like everywhere I go, people talk about Fortnite. I'm like, what the fuck? Everybody plays this game all the time. It's so good. I played with Yamanika last night. We haven't played in a long time. And, oh, it was so refreshing. Who won? By the way, can I just can I make a uh, a shameless promotion right now? Please. Can uh, I have two questions? If anyone listening yes. truly, truly, truly understands streaming technology on the PS5, please DM me. I mean, like knows everything. I need your help. Number two, can everyone follow my YouTube page, Mateo Lane, the Mateo Lane channel on YouTube? I'm editing my own videos and putting them on YouTube. I'll and follow really you. Fun. And, and I think a lot of people think because it's like Fortnite or Call of Duty videos that like they wouldn't understand it. It's like a podcast. It's like me and different comics and me and different people. So Mateo Lane on YouTube. Sorry, shameless plug. But you know what? I'm really proud of the stuff that I'm making. I'm going to find it right now. OK, I just Googled you, Mateo Lane. Mateo Lane YouTube channel. Lane. You just go to YouTube and type in Mateo Lane channel. Okay. I'm doing it. You're going to get it. You're going to get a thumbs up from me. Imagine all of a sudden you got a bunch of thumbs down. You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Emma. I never do my, I, I never do stuff with my YouTube anymore, but I love YouTube. That's where I've been getting. I love like watching. I've been giving myself an hour on you. I don't watch TV, so I'll give myself like an hour on YouTube. Like, I make myself turn it off after an hour. Otherwise, it just gets too weird. But there's so many fitness people on YouTube that I think are so... There's this guy named Will Tiernan. This guy okay. is... He's so funny. And he he review, he's this Canadian bodybuilder. And he reviews all these different, like, diets. He's just really good. And he's just... He's really... In, he's informational, but he gives it to you in a very entertaining way because he's a neurotic mess. There's certain people on YouTube where, like... For example, when I went to buy my mattress, there are there's, there's this guy who does mattress reviews. That's his whole oh, yeah. thing. Oh yeah. And Emma, millions of views. Oh, of course. Millions of views. And it's like, which mattress? This was good for this. This is good for this person. Right. These are my blah, blah, blah. and I I this guy, I mean, what a gig. What a gig. Millions of reviews. The chiropractors I follow have millions of followers and they're just cracking backs. And when I was on, when we were on set on um, The Good Fight, Wayne Brady was talking about how he watches the videos. And I was like, me too. Like that. Absolutely. And I was like, it was good to hear someone else say it out loud. Cause I was like, I feel like we live in the dark. Like obviously tons of people are watching this, but no one's ever talking about it. But people are watching mattress reviews and chiropractor videos and pimples getting pushed. And well, the pimples and the chiropractor are very cathartic. Yeah, I think that's why people do because 
you just want to hear like the yeah. tension building in that mm. crack or the mm. tension building on that big pop and stuff. And so people love, I, I like watching pimple poppers. I don't like it when it's, when it's beyond a pimple though. I when fucking it starts to hate turn it, that. Mm. I like when, hate it, when that. it starts to look like sludge coming out of someone, I'm like, all right, this isn't a pimple anymore. This is a medical issue. This is not fun. They started slipping people with cysts into those pimple popping things. And right. I'm so not into it. I'm like, okay, I understand that you're trying to get bigger than the next doctor and you're trying to get the biggest blackhead and the biggest thing and you get more views, but you just cut off someone's arm and I'm not into it. Like, I, yes. it's this guy, I saw one where she was like cutting the guy's back and it was mm-hmm. like an, an, uh, something like the size of a grapefruit that she removed. Oh. And I was like, what and it didn't it just everything about it was like this poor i don't know what you did to this guy to get him to come in there and let you remove that but thumbs down (laughs) yeah i'm with you i just want like a classic pimple just give me a a little blackhead Mm -hmm. i start i got this the macros i'm gonna start doing this um program may 2nd it's the woman i did the program with before but this time my goals are different this time i'm trying to like build more muscle Mm -hmm. and Woo! Does that mean you're going to be lifting weights with me? It's lifting weights. It's eating more protein, more carbs, like more calories. I probably eat the amount of calories now, but now it's like, it's it, now it'll be, be much more. Be, just know that if you're gonna if you're gonna be eating that much, you have to be lifting properly and correctly. Yeah. So that means five days a week separating your muscle groups and lifting accordingly based off the diet you have. Otherwise, you're gonna have a surplus of calorie intake, right. and then you're not gonna be burning it, so you'll just be gaining weight. Uh, right. And I would be like, oh, this was not what I was going for. I'll work out with the the part of the program is you'll do two sessions with her and then I've been taking classes in the morning so working out five days a week won't be too bad but it it's this thing that I remember you talking about where you ate every couple hours like it was like you're supposed I'm supposed to eat every I think two or three hours or something I ate every four hours and I'm down to like four meals a day because I'm trying to lean out a little bit see that to me I've never done anything like that I mean I'll snack like a motherfucker but this type of like and now you have a protein thing now you have a banana we'll see if I can do it I'm also supposed to drink four liters of water a day which I did I did for one it's, month. It's hard to drink a lot of water. I drink a lot yeah. of water at the gym, but then event it just kind of goes through me. I did a spin class this morning at 8.45. Emma really tried to sell me on a spin class before we went on stage the other day. It was really, they're really fun. However, I uh, often will not, when you do spin, you put the resistance up on your bike. Sometimes I don't even put the resistance up. So it's just like, I'm like coasting for the 45 minutes and it's fun and therapeutic. <laughs> I mean, look, you, you, you do you. Cause you also, do you. If you put the resistance up, like I, the first time I did it, I didn't know how to do the resistance. So it was a mistake. And then I was like, oh, this is so relaxing. Like you're just like pedaling. But the, the instructor this time was different from any other instructor. He, for, he was screaming so much. You couldn't hear, you couldn't understand anything. Like it sounded like a, a drive through Cause it was like, wah, 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 wah. but he was so enthusiastic about it. It, made up for the fact that you, you truly he was blaring the music and screaming and it was just not happening with the communication i had don't know what he said at all but he was so he was like waving his hands and jumping and he was a very curvy man which i've never had such a um voluptuous instructor before and he was so enthusiastic it was contagious don't know what he said no idea uh-huh. He could have been like, you're a fucking idiot. Woo, 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 woo. I, I mean, know you're not doing the exercise, you idiot. You idiot. And I would have you're just. You're paying remembered. me a lot of money, you idiot. Yeah. 
And I was like, all right, all right. He's a bad like, boy. Woo, we are. It's like you and all moms. <laughs> it's I don't even look around the class. so I don't even know who else is in there. You wouldn't like it, though. You wouldn't you would not like him, too, because he like gets in your face a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I was like, my workouts are also intense enough. The right, last right, thing right, I need right. is for, you know, I, I, I'm a little red flaggy on that, like classes and follow me and we got this. You can do it. Like it feels a little after school special. I I'm like, like classes. I, don't wanna. I like it because then I don't have to think this class today. The guy was I could see how he could be too in your face. He was in your face, but I didn't know what he was saying. So it didn't really like he would like run over and say stuff. And it just was like and then I would just give him the thumbs up. I did used to tip my cousin's wife and I used to go to classes when I lived in Chicago at Lifetime mm. and we would do classes together. And that was before I really knew what I was doing at the gym and I was really right. intimidated by the right. gym. So to do these classes, it was kind of like, oh, this is great. So someone's yeah. like teaching me like how to work out. But exactly. now I'm like, uh-uh. teaching you how to work out. Now it's much easier than the classes, this the program where the woman teaches you how to do the exercise stuff, school of thought is way fucking harder than any class I've ever taken at a gym. You should do, you should download the app that I use. I did, have I, them, we, sh- we should have I them did. sponsor this show. I downloaded shred and muscle builder and they're both great. They're good. They're really good. And the woman is when she like sent me the stuff, she was like, okay, you want to build muscle Emma? Then you have to do this and you have to do this and you have to do this and you got to eat this and you actually have to do it. And you right. have to work out. And I was She's like, right. I was like, you're totally right. Also, fuck, I forgot how intense this is. But she- but, it, but it's not so intense. I, I I promise you, like once you sort of figure it out, it takes like a couple days and then it then then it makes your life so much easier. To me, it's more chaotic to never know what you're eating, never know the schedule plan, never know what you're going to do, not know what you're doing. You're going to the gym. Everything becomes a mess. I if agree I just with go that. To the gym, I know exactly what I'm going to do and I know exactly what I'm going to eat. Problem solved. Actually, I told Karen Feehan, who is a comedian and lives uh, like five blocks ten, or ten blocks close to, close to me, who I go to the gym with, that you, I was, she was like, Mateo was like in amazing shape. And I was like, he belongs to the same gym. And she was like, well, let's see if he would want to do a class. So I told her today, I was like, Mateo, I said I didn't think you would. And she, because I was like, oh, Mateo loves the location I thought Mateo liked. I was like, oh, Mateo loves this location. And then I texted him about it. And he was like, I hate that location. And I was like, oh, I hate <laughs> so that I went location. Back and I was like, I got it wrong. He doesn't love this location. He hates it. And I was like, also, he said he would absolutely not do a class with us. Yeah. And I was like, but he would work out with us. And I was like, and I bet he would show us how to do a move. And she was wondering if you knew how to do a deadlift. Yes, I do. Three different types of deadlifts. I fucking hate them. So she- I'll be honest. I I actually because I used to have a personal trainer, which when I start making money, I'll get them back again. But yeah. um, doing deadlifts, you really truly need. That's the one one of the few exercises you can't really do casually. You have to know exactly what you're doing because you can really hurt yourself. So that's what she said. So she was like, "Oh, maybe we could like learn from him how to do a deadlift." I could teach you guys how to do a deadlift. I would, I, I, I'll be honest. I could do one person at a time at the gym if we don't talk and we just work out. I told her that. I said yeah, he's, yeah. he's. I said this. He said the um the place where he's the most toppy in the world is at the gym, and I was like, and he doesn't like to talk. He just likes to focus. And she was like, great. Yeah, because so. my the the schedule I follow will say like, okay, you get a forty five second rest. I I if literally if you started talking to me, you know this, I would say stop, go back to the workout. I know. We, I, which is good. That's what that is definitely. 
And that's how you do it. And that's how you get in and out. Right. In a, Brunch a is for socializing. Yes. But like I'm at the gym. I'm at the gym. And I had this guy. There was this guy at the gym. He's totally straight. <clears throat> but he has the world's biggest ass. Mm. And I mean, I can't stop. I mean, it's cute. What a waste. And uh, but one day, like we were, it was just us two working out at the gym and and he always talks to everybody. So we introduced ourselves. It was nice. You know, like, hi, I'm a tail. Oh, no, yes, yeah. all the time. Hi. So the other week I was working out and then he came up to me. And of course, I have I have literally I'm listening to Hercules um, Disney movie. The, a, a star is born. Right. And he like comes up to me and like waves and I take off my head. I'm like, hey, he's like, can you help spot me on something? And I was like, God. Oh God, I got nervous. I took it as a right. sign. And you don't think he was trying to holler? Nope. He would, that's uh-huh. what straight guys do. I've never been asked to help spot somebody. I felt so like, like cool. I was like, yeah, I got, but then I, like, I'm so like, I'm like, where do you want me to? He's like, under, under, he's like under my elbows. Just make sure that I get to eight. I'm like, you got it. Yeah. And then, and then I needed his help to spot. Cause I was like, well, I guess I can go heavier and he could spot me. So I was like, you spot? Sure, sure, sure. And I said, I'm just trying to get eight. And then he's like, I was like on number three. And he was like, you got this. You fucking got this, dude. You do this, man. And I was like, it's enough. It's enough. It's too much. <laughs> that's so cute. That That's great. You're in the group. Yeah, I talked. There's a trainer, too. Like, we see each other and we'll, like, wave hi. But I'm so, like, I'm quite shy. Like, yeah, I, you I, get it. I, I totally I, get it. Yeah, I think I think people think like we're on stage and we're sort of like bigger than life in this podcast. We're talking about what kind of porn much. Once it comes to the gym, I don't. T- I wonder if I give off a vibe of like not nice or friendly because I'm actually quite nervous to talk to other people. I totally get that. Also, saying that the gym is for working out and brunches for talking was the gayest thing I think that has ever been said on this show. <laughs> It's true. It is true. And we, I, I know yep. if we went to the gym together, Emma, I know you. I know. Be like, ah, let me tell you something about this. And then I'd be yep. like, get that weight yep. up yep. and start doing it, Emma. Get the work in. And Karen and I gossip all day. So I would forget about it. Right. Right. Fair. All right. We're going to, is there anything you want to plug? Follow my YouTube page, Mateo and- Lane. Just go, go to YouTube, Mateo Lane channel. You'll see me. I'm wearing a, a Luigi hat. And find me on Instagram at Emma Woman. This has been another episode of Inside the Closet. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.